This is 5 Minute Friday, the narrative arc in storytelling. Have you ever watched a movie where at the beginning of the movie, the main character is happy, everything is amazing in their life. Then a bit into the movie, the main character is happy and everything's amazing in their life. Then around the middle of the movie, the main character is happy and everything's amazing in their life. Uh, then towards the end of the movie, the main character is still happy and everything's amazing in their life. And then at the very end, the movie ends with the main character, you guessed it, happy and everything's amazing in their life. Have you ever seen a movie like that? Well, uh, if you have, I bet you probably didn't sit through to the end of it. And why is that? Because that movie is boring. Everything is amazing. That's probably the life we all dream for, all want, but it's boring to watch. And that is because our brains are wired in such a way that we look for conflict, we look for drama, we look for um, some, th these things, they spice up uh, the experience of uh, watching a movie or in, as a matter of fact, the experience of life. And without them, without this uncertainty, without these conflicts and challenges, life or a movie or a story for that matter wouldn't be exciting, wouldn't be worth uh, watching and just be boring. And so that same thing applies to presentations. Drama, or the term we're going to use is tension. Tension in a story is captivating, is exciting, is uh, keeps people on the edge of their seats, wants them to, makes them want to find out what's going to happen. And so that applies to stories and specifically to presentations as well. And this is where uh, the topic is extremely relevant to data science. A few weeks ago, we had on the podcast, in episode 395, we had Cole Nasbaumer-Nathlik, who is a best-selling author in the space of data visualization, the author of uh, the book called Storytelling with Data. And uh, she spoke a bit about this narrative arc. So today we're going to describe or explore this narrative arc even further to understand what goes on inside a narrative arc and how you can build one for your presentations, for your stories uh, in data science. So a narrative arc uh, is a framework that has been developed over time and actually is in the basis of pretty much any movie or story uh, you can think of or you've watched in the past. We're from Harry Potter to Lord of the Rings to uh, Star Wars to um, Cinderella to whatever you can think of there is a narrative arc in uh, the story. There might be a, like several narrative arcs in a row or a combination of them, but ultimately the main building block of a story is called a narrative arc. And uh, uh, we'll include in the show notes, if you want to look at the diagram, we'll include in the show notes. You can find them at superdatascience.com slash um, the number of this episode, and you'll be able to find uh, the diagram there. But I'll try to explain it uh, briefly here, and then we'll move on to an example of an actual example of a story being dissected uh, in this narrative arc form. So uh, the narrative arc has three parts. There's a beginning, middle, and end. So just imagine like an XY axis. On the X axis, you have timeline. So basically the, the time that's passed in the story. On the Y axis, you have tension. So at the very start, in the beginning, you have, and then you have these three like kind, kind of like uh, areas so the beginning is going to be the first area, then on the timeline you're going to have the middle, and then on the end you're going to have the end part. So in the beginning, uh, there is no tension. It's really flat. 
It's, it's a flat horizontal line, and that's called the exposition. That's when you're painting the picture of the background of uh, the story uh, or, or your problem or data science problem, whatever it is. And then uh, between the beginning and the middle, there's a specific point in time. And there's an enticing incident uh, that happens, and that gives rise to the story. And from there, it's no longer a flat horizontal line. It's now a, a, a slanted line, a sloped line going upwards. And that's how the whole middle progresses. And that main part is called rising action. Things are happening. The action is rising. Uh, then uh, before the end of this middle bit, and still in this uh, sloped line, you have a crisis. That's a point in time. And then after the crisis, you have the climax. And the climax is when the solution is revealed. And after the climax, you have the ending bit, uh, the falling action, which, which consists of like another sloped line going downwards, much steeper and faster than the rising action, just slopes down quite fast. Uh, it's falling action, the things are getting resolved, the end of the story, they live happily ever after, and that's the resolution, that's the end of the story. So main points are exposition, enticing incident, rising action, crisis, climax, falling action, resolution. Once again, you'll, you can find the diagram at superiorscience.com slash the number of this podcast episode. Um, and uh, that, that is how a narrative arc is structured. So it doesn't actually, you can draw it as an arc, it actually looks more like a, a flat, flat beginning and then like a triangle, <laughs> up and at an angle and down an angle. And um, anyway, a story should be, a good story should follow this narrative arc because that's, as humans, what we have been hardwired over millions of years. Uh, well, language was developed not that long ago, so hundreds of thousands of years of telling these stories to each other, that's what we expect. And if you make your presentation follow the narrative arc, then you're going to hit the nail on the head. You're going to really drive the point home and people are going to be able to follow your story. You're going to be excited to listen to you. Um, and we're going to dissect a famous story. So uh, you probably heard of this story. It's called the story of Cinderella. Uh, is the actual, the actual uh, story a child children's story of Cinderella. So let's dissect it. Let's see if it fits this narrative arc, right? So, uh, well, C Cinderella. If in case you you are not familiar with the story, uh, it's the one where she lost. She went to a ball, and uh, you know she lost a shoe, and then the the prince still found her based on the shoe. So um, the beginning is in a kingdom a long time ago. Uh, where the you know stepsisters treated her badly and she was like mopping these floors and so on. Um, and you can, so that's the beginning. That's the flat uh, part or what we called uh, in our description, the exposition, right? So they're telling you about, um, okay, the, the setting the scene. And you can think of uh, Star Wars, right? Where uh, like in a galaxy far, far away, or you can think of... Um, Lord of the Rings, where they were at the very start, they have this festival and Bilbo is turning like 100 something, 111 or something years old, and they're preparing. So there's no action, there's no drama, there's no tension, they're just setting the scene for you. But then there's an uh, enticing incident, right? There's an enticing incident in the story, in the story of Cinderella, it's the invitation to go to the ball. So the, this invitation comes through. Um, and that's your enticing incident. In fact, in the story of Cinderella, there's an enticing incident. It has two parts. There's a second part where she, and Cinderella does has no dress to go to the ball, right? So together, that's the enticing incident, or two-part enticing incident where, uh, okay, now now the tension starts building up. She, she's got an, There's an invitation to go to the ball, but she doesn't have a dress. If you're thinking of the uh, Lord of the Rings story, 
For instance, it's the the ring, right? So they they find the ring. If uh, Bilbo puts this ring on, okay, well that's no big deal. He becomes invisible. Uh, but then uh, when Frodo picks up the ring, Bilbo leaves the ring, and Frodo picks up the ring. He throws it in the fire, and they see these uh, letters up here. Him and Gandalf see these letters up here. So boom, it's a magical ring. It's got a history behind it, and uh, it's it's uh, it's cursed. And it's going to, you know, you feel the tension rising. Those riders are coming out of mortar and they're riding their horses. They want to find their ring. Tension's riding. So that's your enticing incident. Then uh, the you have the rising action. So the the sloped line continues. And if, for instance, in the story of Cinderella, let's focus on that. We've got the, the fairy godmother appears and helps Cinderella. Uh, then the Cinderella, Cinderella goes to the ball. Cinderella dances with the prince. Uh, in, in the meantime, so it's, it's uh, diagrammatically it looks like a straight uh, sloped so a sloped uh, line a straight sloped line uh, but at the same time in a real story it's kind of like up and down up and down you know there's weird there's there's tension goes up you know like uh, will frodo and um his uh, um hobbit friends will they make it away from from the horse riders and then tension goes down they did make it out of that um, uh, they got onto that, uh, um, what's it called? Like little ferry thing that crosses the river and the horses can follow them. And then next, uh, now, now they're in the, the, um, uh, in, you know, the, the horse in something like the hotel where they were staying with the, and, uh, and the, uh, riders come in with their daggers and they're about to stab the pillows or stab their beds and the tension rises but then we find out that they were in, weren't actually in the beds i hope i'm not ruining um lord of the rings for you so they're not actually in the beds and the tension drops and so it kind of like up and down up and down but, no, but overall the tension is rising the story's building right so uh we got fairy godmother appears and helps cinderella cinderella goes to the ball cinderella dances with the prince uh, Cinderella leaves in a hurry, losing her slipper. So that will be our crisis situation. So in in a long story like Lord of the Rings, there can be several crisis situations, uh, which are you know followed by a uh, slight resolution, but then the story keeps building. In the case of Cinderella, she leaves in a hurry, situation, losing her slipper. That's the crisis situation. Uh, and then the prince says that he will marry the woman whom the slipper fits, that's still the rising action. So we're very like tense, what is gonna happen? Are they gonna find out it was Cinderella? Is it her slipper? Are they going to fall in love? Is it, is, is it, are they gonna live happily ever after? And then uh, the climax, the very end, so the climax is when things are resolved. The climax is stepsisters tries to try to force their feet into the slipper, but it only fits Cinderella. So boom, at that point in time, uh, everything resolved, and we can see the happy ending coming. We can see like everything is, everything is going to be uh, fantastic, <clears throat> and um, you know, like uh, in the Lord of the Rings, that's a point in time when the ring is actually in the lava. It's being destroyed. We know, okay, because right before that, there was a moment where um, Smegrol uh, bites uh, that finger, <laughs> the the ring off of Frodo. And you don't know if he's going to end up in the lava or not, then ends up in the lava, so there's your climax. Um, anyway, uh, so that's the climax, and after that you have the full action, Cinderella and the prince get married, Cinderella forgives her stepsisters, and they all live happily ever after. That's your uh, resolution, that's your ending. So there we go, that's how a narrative arc is structured. Um, and the point is, when you're making data science presentation, or any presentation for that matter, if you're presenting some 
<laughs> some uh, you know to your kids some some uh, road trip that you're going to go on or you're telling the story of a road trip that you went on or some something that you did to your friends you're not going to make it flat or if you do make it flat then it'll be boring right like everything is predictable everything's the same there's no tension you need to put that tension in we do that in our normal day-to-day lives and stories we tell do the same thing in your data science presentations uh, whether it's to a board meeting, whether it's your manager, or it's to 200 people or 1,000 people now with virtual events and conferences, um, make sure to build that tension in and follow this nar- uh, narrative arc. So once again, exposition, describe you know the, the, the problem that you're solving, like what, what is the business background that they need to know of, uh, of the problem, then enticing incident, right? Like this happened and uh, we saw that our sales... Uh, were uh, three times lower than predicted. Okay, whoa, what's wrong there? Then rising action, see how it was building up. Like um, we looked at the at the data and it turns out that um, our affiliates were underperforming. Um, but in addition to that, um, the marketing team tried to, to uh, start this initiative, which did good results, but then that failed. So build it into a story. Describe what happened. Describe the insights you got from the data, not just in a flat, factual manner, but build it into a story. Build some tension into it. Get people sitting on the edges of their seats. Get to the crisis situation. Really, um, that will bring it, bring the colors out and everything, and everybody will be thinking, oh, okay, okay, well, how did how did we resolve? So they, they're like, and sales dropped by, by uh, you know, 70%. Um, and um, and this is the issue that we're facing right now. Um, if we don't bring up the sales back, then we might have to close these departments or whatever else it is that you found. And then climax, boom, the solution is uh, we, we uh, clearly need a more um, people on the calls or more we need to um, we need more uh, technological solutions to take care of the excess volume of calls in order to um, uh, prepare, this or we found that through natural language processing, we found that uh, it's typically the sentiment on these calls is this and this. So the solution is this, and then you see the following action. Then you describe the solution in more details. The kind of the proposed solution is part of a, a role of a data scientist to uh, come up with not just insights but also proposed actions. And you describe solution and boom resolution. And that is how you get people to um, listen to you and get people to be excited about what you're telling, want to know more, and also finally take action on the insights that you have uh, found for them. So there we go. That was our uh, extended five-minute Friday, but I think it was important on the the narrative arc and storytelling. Um, So again, you can find the diagram and the show at the show notes at superdatascience.com slash the number of this episode, like a three-digit number of this episode. And also, uh, if you want to learn more about storytelling, there was a great podcast with um, Colness Bauer Naflik, which was uh, not that long ago. Um, it was uh, episode 395. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this and good luck with your narrative arcs. It's a very powerful tool. I'm thinking of running a webinar sometime soon on this topic um, or visualization. Uh, you can look out for those. We'll send some announcements if that's going to be happening sometime soon. Um, But yeah, just remember, narrative arc, very powerful. I look forward to seeing you back here next time. Until then, happy analyzing.